We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Lincoln weather forecast this upcoming week, lovely stuff, easy to navigate, no weather alerts, no front page stories. We can handle this. Our minds are set to this. Happy days, folks. We are masters of this. This, this week is the weather we have always hoped for. <laughs> Robin, this segment is possible today because of the Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board and Nebraska Prep Equipment. Coming up in the show, Rachel Barth will be here from the airport to talk about all these people planning vacations to Mexico this year. And then after that, we're going to be talking business with Roy Christensen. He has at least two, maybe three, four, five, six, seven businesses that he owns. We're going to speak with him about time management. A um, little bit of update on Nebraska stocks, such as Conagra and the Buckle. And then towards the end of the show, we're going to have Emily Koenig in from Lincoln Electric System. They are raising rates. And they're going to tell us why. We're, we're going to make them explain. All right. Well, let's talk to Rachel Barth from Lincoln Airport Authority. Luckily, we have her back in the studio with us again. Thank you Ever for coming. Ever got this big smiling face. Hello. She is so <laughs> excited about this. I can tell. Well, we were talking off air about, about all of the vacationers to Mexico that are now starting to use our airport to do that. How are you doing? So good. So good. <laughs> excited about that. I am. It's so nice to see families and kiddos and, you know, spouses like coming through the airport. And you can tell, I mean, you can tell the difference between those going for business and those going somewhere fun oh, yeah. because it'll be 630 in the morning and they are cracking a beer open and they are ready to hit the beach. And so it's really fun. Or you see the kiddos and they're just so excited that they're going to go see the beach for the first time. So I'm loving our new Houston yeah. route. And all the business that's, people that's have neat. a somber look on their face. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they're so used to it. Right. I mean, you know, those business people, they're there, you know, maybe it's a 630 flight. They're there at like six because our airport is incredibly efficient. They know they don't have to wait they around long. Know they how just this know. Works. They're on a first name basis with United, TSA, and uh -huh. us. It's right. pretty great. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. Um, well, let's talk about those flights. Well, sh yeah. To, to Houston, which is yeah. what's kind of the gateway. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing incredibly competitive fares with Omaha. And so obviously it kind of depends on timing of the year, things like that. But we're seeing rates right around 300 bucks round trip for a weekend getaway. So people are loving that. Um, I've been working with local uh, travel agents who are booking people through Houston because finally we have a warm destination. And that's great, especially when it's starting to get a little chilly and you just might run into some bad weather and some mm -hmm. of those other connections. Right. And Mexico is a hot, hot destination right now for Nebraskans. It's, I think, one of the top travel places places people go um, with fall break coming up and maybe people looking at some Christmas vacations. Um, they're definitely taking advantage of our Houston route, which we're really excited about. It's running a little over 80% um, load capacity, which is perfect. That's exactly what we need to see to um, keep executing these markets. And now the Huskers have made this their official airport. That had to have been a big win yes. for you guys. Yes, it is. You know, we've always been a great partner with them um, and have done some sponsorship agreements back and forth, but we wanted to make it official. And so we really 
wanted to make sure that the teams are flying out of Lincoln, um, that they're going to also start working on their staff flying out of Lincoln. It, it's huge markets for them, too. I mean, that's huge for recruiting both students and athletes for the university. So partnering with Husker Athletics um, was very strategic on our part and also helps us get the message out about any new routes, anything exciting going on at the airport. You know, they're a great venue to, to utilize that. Absolutely. Hey, hiring. Uh, <laughs> you're hiring like everyone else, but tell us about your positions. Yeah, so we have a few key positions that we're looking for. We are looking for um, an airport electrician. So if you're somebody with some um, experience doing that, uh, runway lining is something that's obviously very important. And a lot of people don't know this. I'm going to put that up as highly important. Highly important. Um, But we oversee 5,000 acres out at the airport and have a huge industrial park. And so obviously we have a lot of tenants, things going on. So um, we would definitely keep somebody busy in that position. And then we're always looking for, you know, maintenance people, especially those evening shifts. And then um, we're hiring for a comm center supervisor. So if you're somebody that's interested in kind of that dispatch life, um, you know, really like talking to people, we have our own comm center at the Lincoln Airport and looking for hiring a supervisor for that job. How much longer is your movie series going to go? Will that go into the winter or do you stop it when it starts getting chilly? Great question. Uh, a lot of that is weather pending. And oh, so, uh, yeah, we do. Um, technically, we can, you know, do movies as long as it's not below freezing, but we do do it out in the grass. So we have to make sure that, you know, there's no snow or moisture the night before. We don't want anybody getting stuck. But we just did Back to the Future with LES. It was great. About a thousand people came out and people, were, uh, kiddos were able to look at the bucket trucks people. Yeah, yeah. Electric vehicles. So very successful partnering with Lincoln Electric System. And I'm super excited for our next movie. It's it's my it's my favorite. I mean, selfishly, that's why we do um, Hocus Pocus coming up in October. <laughs> so um, my kiddo is a huge Halloween fanatic. And so it was actually his idea a few years ago. Mom, let's do Hocus Pocus. And I did it and people went nuts for it. So this is our third time we've done Hocus Pocus and we'll easily get a thousand people. And it doesn't feel like that because it's so spread out, but it's it's just so fun. So so definitely a free event. It's hard to find free stuff. So have people come out to the airport for that event. Yeah, and it familiarizes people with the property and lets them know what we have in Lincoln. It's a great thing to yeah, be doing. Yeah, so Good Friday, stuff. October 21st, Hocus Pocus. Food Perfect. trucks, costume contests, and we're doing a food donation for free little pantries. So we're going to help uh, those families out that are maybe struggling this time of year and going to do a food donation for, the, idea. for the pantries. Yeah, I'm excited about that Good too. Idea. I'm going to throw a quick question out that we hadn't talked about but why don't you just give us an update on construction? Sure. Yeah, we just hit the 50% mark. So really excited. I actually just finished a podcast with the Lincoln Chamber on that. So that'll be coming out soon. But um, I was able to tour it a few weeks ago. And it's it's pretty impressive. I'm really excited for passengers to see um, all the changes that we've been making. It's, it's loud in there. So, I mean, I do apologize. Uh, the construction is loud, but that means it's progress and it's working. And so we're expecting uh, probably that end of February timeframe for that new expansion part to be open for passengers. Sounds good. Great. Well, we need to take a break, but we appreciate you coming on the show and appreciate the airport supporting the show so we can bring you this information. Thank you for yeah. having me. Coming up next, talking business with Roy Christensen, time management. We'll be right back. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Construction shockwaves continue. The cost of warehouse and service buildings has jumped sharply in Lincoln. In most cases, you're going to be in the triple digits per square foot to buy a land and build a metal building. Expect to pay 120 
to $130 a foot for new construction. Five years ago, it was more common to build a warehouse building for, I don't know, 60 to $80 a foot. Yeah. This segment is possible today because of Charter Title and Lincoln Electric Systems. Talking business with Roy Christensen. He is one of our sponsors, owns several businesses. Thanks for coming to talk business with us today. I know you had to take time out of running a campaign. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, why don't we He's talk about that state a little bit? You're running for state yeah. legislature. Why don't you just talk I'm, about that if you I'm can? running for state legislature, uh, LD28. And uh, it's a long district that goes from 84th Street to 10th Street. Northern Boundary O Street, Southern Boundary A Street to get to 27th, and it cuts down about High Street and across to 10th Street. So it's it's a kind like, of in like the a, middle of Lincoln. Yeah, it's like a big axe across the city of Lincoln. Well, you're involved in politics. You own Christensen Hearing Analytics. Yes. Um, you just invested in a new restaurant, Elle's Kitchen. Elle's Kitchen, which yes. is over at 17th and Van Dorn. So we have time management questions. Sure. For you. Okay. Um, would you say when you're doing all these things, does technology help you? Is it having an assistant? Is it all in your head? It's not all in my head. I have a, a like, person like who helps me. I'm talking discipline. Right. Well, I do keep ideas in my head about where I'm supposed to be when, but I have a, uh, my business manager at Christensen Audiology and Hearing Aid Center, or we've doing, we're doing business as Christensen Hearing Analytics now. Right. Uh, and she keeps a calendar for me that's uh, web-based so I can access it. Uh, and that's invaluable to me. But Thanks what, to your phone. Yep. So what I, can do, what I tend to do every day is I get into my office first thing. I get in there early, usually about 7.15, and I look at all the things I have to do that day. And then there's some things that are not on my schedule, and I'll write them down, make sure I've got keep track of things I want to accomplish during the day. And then by the time... The business opens and at eight, I'm ready to go and uh, making phone calls and all the things I got to do. At the end of the day, I look back at my list of things to do and see how I've done. And also, I look at tomorrow's schedule and see what right. I've got coming up. And every once in a while, they'll look more than two days ahead <laughs> because uh, it, just keeping up with the day-to-day -day things is quite a bit. Just keep looking at it, basically. Yeah, yeah don't and just so get when, swept. So up like my, one of my, my restaurant partners this morning asked me a question. I said, what? And it was something that's happening next week. And it's like, uh, yeah. That's too far ahead. <laughs> that's too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I want to ask you about the audiology business. Is that affected by the pandemic? Initially, it was. Um, my I mean, if you need to hear, you need to hear. Right. My personal uh, position is that hearing health care is health care. Yeah. And so I did not close during the pandemic. And, and also, I added, I stepped up. I've always done house calls, but I stepped it up with house calls so people could feel a little more secure and not like they're going out in public and taking a risk. Um, and that's continued, actually, uh, probably at least three days a week. Oh, wow. I do house calls, and I don't just do house calls in Lincoln. Yesterday afternoon, I spent the afternoon, I went to uh, Goldcrest Senior Living Center in Adams uh -huh. and then drove directly from there out to Geneva to another senior living center wow. and took care of people who are my patients in those places. And you know, well, I'm That really, wipes out about a day. Well, it certainly wiped it out from 1 o'clock on. Yeah. So, but it's good service to provide to people. And in my experience, the successful business person will do the things the the unsuccessful business people won't. Bingo. Now, is there 
are there things you could or would do online or is that not wise with this kind of i don't think it's wise first of all when you're fitting hearing aids it's a very personal issue and you've got according to state laws right now you've got to be face to face with a person you can't just do it by distance uh, in our current licensing laws and those current licensing laws though have just been uh hit with a major issue uh it's called over-the-counter hearing aids and up until even currently right now uh all hearing aids are prescription based meaning a professional hearing aid dispenser or an audiologist has to fit them for you. Uh, but the the FDA has got a letter that's gone out, a new rule. Uh, it's a 200-page rule. and oh, Just 200. Uh, just 200 pages, so it's a short one. Uh, but what they've said is people can now access over-the-counter hearing aids beginning, I think, the 17th of October. And that's an interesting idea because they'll walk into some store doesn't have to be an audiology office by any means and just say, I think I have a mild to moderate hearing hearing loss. So I'll buy this product. And there's no professional services. There's no real return privilege with those kind of things. It's just, they're taking their best shot at thinking, well, yeah, this might work for me. Now that's their right to do that under this new rule. Uh, My concern is that people will be going out doing these things with, these over-the-counter hearing aids, which will probably be price range three to five hundred dollars each, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, "Gee, I tried hearing aids and they don't work." This is not like reading glasses. No, it's not like reading glasses bucks, at all. Yeah. You know, but, and you so, can throw them in the trash if they don't work. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong with that model, um, and my concern is that consumers do need to be protected, and and they need professional services. I, I think in the end, most people will end up coming to audiologists and hearing instrument specialists. Um, but there'll be a time period where those things are very popular. I mean, just yesterday, I was at one of these uh, uh, senior living centers, and somebody had hearing aids. They said that my kids gave these to me, but I won't wear them because they don't sound right. And they were they were some of these very cheap things that they get online. Right. So real quick before we go, I want to ask you about your new restaurant. Sure. Yeah. What, what kind of food and well, alcohol? Well, we you consider have? this to be. Uh, Probably a, a continental comfort food with you know, comfort food. Comfort food. Uh, our biggest sellers right now are meatloaf really? and Hungarian goulash. Goulash. Oh, and our Hungarian goulash is really good. We we import our uh, paprika, uh, oh. uh, Hungarian paprika from Hungary. Okay. So it's really popular. It's very tasty. What are people tipping these days? Generally, twenty to twenty-five percent. Um, Still pretty generous. Still pretty generous. Uh, People, and especially at our restaurant where our staff is very conscientious and it's a very nice atmosphere and people really enjoy that. It's not, our restaurant is not one of those loud, noisy places you go. It's more of a subdued, quiet, you can hear your neighbor talking. Right. Well, just, just for, uh, information again, uh, your restaurant that we're talking about is Elle's Kitchen and it's at, uh, 17th. 17th and Van Dorn. Yes. And you sell alcohol now? Yes, we do. We have yeah. wine selection. We have hard liquor selections. Um, and matter of fact, we're starting the next week, I believe, we're doing our first wine tasting. Oh, so great. So people can find out about that online. Well, good. Good for you. Thanks a lot, Roy. Roy's one of our sponsors. Um, you are helping us bring business news to Lincoln, and we really appreciate it. Well, Greatly appreciate more it. More than welcome. Coming up next, Nebraska company stocks. How are they doing?
We'll be right back. Everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Pershing Auditorium getting asbestos removed this fall. Um, should have a demolition permit first to second quarter of next year. Um, when this project is built, there will be 90 to 100 rent-restricted apartments. Um, in the center of it will be a space for a library, but that must pass a bond issue in 2024 or 2025. This segment is possible today because of Christensen Hearing Analytics. Lincoln Airport Authority and Service Master Professional Building Maintenance. We have not discussed Nebraska stocks for a while this week. We're getting an update on Conagra and Buckle from Roger Frank from Frank Financial Concepts. Welcome to the show today. Hi, Robin. Robin, this uh, segment is specifically for you. Just you right. have I wanted to hear while. about us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's start out with Conagra. Absolutely. Uh, you know, ConAgra is uh, a well-known company, and generally they are involved in the manufacturing of food products. Some people may not know this, but their market cap is around $16.5 billion. Their share price uh, over the last year has been as low as just slightly over $30 and uh, just under 36 or I'm sorry, $37 on the high end. The dividend, they do pay a dividend of $1.32, which currently is a 3.83% yield. So pretty that's good a, dividend. That's a good dividend yield. It is. Mm, yeah. Well, how's this compared to last year? Yeah, so some of the highlights that I had picked out for this segment, uh, revenues increased about 6.2%. Uh, growth in revenue has tr hasn't trickled down really to the bottom line, though. Uh, net operating cash flow increased by about 6.68% compared to where the stock was trading at last year. Con ConAgra's share price hasn't changed much due to the overall poor performance of the markets. Um, ConAgra's earnings per share has declined about 48% in the most recent quarter compared to the same quarter last year. And during the past fiscal year, Con ConAgra reported lower earnings of $1.84 versus $2.66 in the prior year. I'm the I'm the one on the team here that likes shopping. So let's let's hear about the buckle, Roger. The buckle, yes. <laughs> we haven't talked about that for a while. No, uh, we you know, the buckle falls within the retail trade sector. Uh, they have a market cap of around 1.7 billion. Wow. Their stock price has been as low as about 26.50 and as high as 57.10 in the last year. They also pay a dividend, which is a dollar forty per share currently, which is a four point two six percent yield. Wow, another good yield. Another good yield. We'll put this in context um, a little bit more about how they did last year, and then like how do they do compared to other retailers? Absolutely, the you know the company reported growing revenues, uh, but they did underperform as compared to the subsector average of eleven point nine percent. Since the same quarter one year prior, revenue slightly increased by 2.3%. The debt-to-equity ratio is somewhat low, currently at 0.68%. The company's current return on equity greatly increased when compared to the return on equity from the same quarter one year prior. This is really a signal of significant strength within the company. Net operating cash flow has increased to $47.99 million. Uh, which is 11.77% when compared to the same quarter last year. And Buckle has a gross profit margin 
of about 49.69%, which is considered very strong. That's a, that is a strong uh, margin. It is, yes. Yeah. Impressive. Well, you thanks. know, so to, to add on one more thing, our compliance department wanted to remind our listeners that the dividends are not guaranteed that we discussed today and uh, to be paid into the future, I should say. And that also the past performance that we also discussed today is not a guarantee of future results. Well, and hopefully they would be better <laughs> than what we discussed. Yeah. In, I, in I hope so, today. yes. Well, thanks a lot, Roger, for thanks, coming Roger. in. That, oh, you're welcome. Uh, I guess maybe not to be expected what's going on here in Nebraska. Strong dividend stocks in Nebraska. There's Absolutely. Still strong dividends. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthel and Fisher and Company Financial Services Inc. BFCFS member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through BFC Planning Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning Inc. are independent entities. In our Drinking Beyond the Pandemic local update, Beer House Meisschaller Bar is now open in the Haymarket where scooters used to be. So that would be on 8th and P Streets. Yeah. They have pretzels and brats. That sounds like good beer food. Sounds like a beer hall kind of thing. Um, coming up next, Lincoln Electric System, raising your electric rates. We're going to have them explain to us why they have to do that. We'll be right back. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. The Cotswold Building at 7th and M in the South Haymarket will be undergoing a $200 million expansion. Woolen Company in that building researches and develops spectroscopic ellipsometry that takes well, of course they do robin who doesn't <laughs> that that takes optical measurements down to the level of an atom according to dan marvin in urban development woolham has over 200 patents and by the way lincoln scores high in national rankings of cities a lot of times because of the number of patents domiciled here there you go uh this segment is possible today because of john henry's plumbing Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Baylor Evnen Law Firm. Lincoln Electric System wants to raise our rates. We called them in for an explanation. <laughs> and we're we going <laughs> to let them plead their case with us. We're going to let Emily Koenig over there explain why they, why they feel that this is necessary. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a public process involved in this. Um, Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks for being here. Well, last week you guys had an administrative board meeting, and so we're talking about this rate going into effect sometime in 2023, right? Yes. So... First of all, walk us through behind the need for it. Sure. So after five years with no rate increase, LES is... Five years. Five yes. years, everybody. Yes. Okay. That's pretty remarkable, actually. Um, we are proposing a rate increase for 2023. It's a system-wide increase of 4.8%. And so the rate increase is primarily due to increases in power and transmission costs, which are the cost to generate and deliver electricity to our customers. And similar to other Lincoln businesses... Uh, we're experiencing inflationary and supply chain issues as well. And so, although we did take some measures to reduce costs within the budget, it is necessary to implement a rate increase to ensure the financial health of LES. It sounds like a lot of those expenses are things imposed on you. Yes, that's correct. There's um, really limited ability for LES to influence the, the base costs of generating electricity and transmitting that and getting it to your homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I know rate structures can be a little bit complex, can, but can you walk through what the rate structures are like for residential and for business customers? Sure. So each residential customer will be impacted differently based on how much energy they use. And an LES customer, a residential customer using 1,000 kilowatt hours per month, on average, will see an increase of about $5 on their bill or about 4.8%. Now, business customers will see increases that vary between 4 and 6% based on usage and also the customer's rate class. Additionally, large business customers are going to have an opportunity to perhaps move on to a new rate that we're implementing, which is a time of use rate, where there's financial incentives uh, when customers can shift their peak uh, demand off of our peak period. So there's financial savings for the customers, and it's also beneficial for LES. So that's something that we're proud to be able to implement for 2023 that's kind of a win-win. So even with this proposed rate increase, LES rates are projected to remain among the very lowest in the country. You guys have tips online for customers that feel that they need to control their costs. You want to explain where people can go for that? Sure. We do recognize that any increase uh, can be challenging for our customers, and we really did make every effort that we could to minimize that impact um, in order to continue to maintain safe, affordable, reliable electric service, we, we do have to have this rate increase. But payment assistance options are available on our website or by calling our offices at 402-475-4211. LES also promotes many energy savings opportunities for our customers, from investing in new appliances to making small changes around homes and businesses. And I believe your audience may be familiar with our Sustainable Energy Program, or SEP, Tips are also available on LES.com or social media. Now, this is a public process, right? So the public can comment on this before an actual decision is made? Yes, absolutely. So we're in the period of time between our September and October board meetings here where we're um, taking customer feedback, getting that back to our board before they take action. Um, and one opportunity that we have available is a public meeting that we'll have on October 4th at 6 p.m. at our LES Operations Center. And more information on that is available at LES.com. October 4, 6 p.m. Is this the the center that's out in Southeast Lincoln, not the one up on, on Fairfield Drive? Right, that's right. correct. 9445 Rokeby Road. Rokeby Road. Yep. Okay. Heck, I think they ought to just go out there to check out the new facility. <laughs> tour the building. Yeah, you used to do yeah. a tour at the same time. Well, thanks a lot so much. Sure. We appreciate having you so much. This has been Emily Koenig from Lincoln Electric System. If you have any questions about LES's um, increase, check that out. That would go into effect next year. Thanks a lot for coming in to explain the supply chain and the yep. fact that you have to buy energy and it's going up. Yep. Absolutely. And by the way, we're still we're still pretty inexpensive compared to a lot That's of right. other places. That's right. Absolutely. Some of the very lowest energy in the com country. So. Yeah. Yep. Coming up next, business is opening, closing, and moving around. This will be fun. We'll be right back. This city is my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here, I got it made here, and if I have my way, I'm gonna stay, and we'll be calling. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Message us on Facebook or Twitter about businesses opening, closing, or relocating that you know about. Provide us with an approximate address and what you do know. We'll check it out for you. And this segment is possible today because of University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business, Realtors Association of Lincoln, and Sarder Heyman Jewelers. Chef 
Shawarma Restaurant is now open. This is located at 831 North 48th Street. So that would be north of Vine, a little bit north of DeLeon's Restaurant. They have gyros, falafel, chicken tikka, and burgers. That sounds like something I need to go to sometime, Robin. It is in our zone of lunch from the radio station here right. at 44th and O. Which, yeah. by the way, the building is for sale. If you would like to be within and- a handy distance of <laughs> Chef Shawarma Restaurant, call us. We'll sell you the building. You can have lunch there every day. There you go. There you go, Robin. Nice. Uh, little little medical news. Uh, Liba, uh, Lincoln Independent Business uh, Association, had a ribbon cutting for Prairie Orthopedics and Plastic Surgery, which is celebrating their new location at North 27th and Fletcher. And this is across, uh, well, it's kind of right by the Bryan uh, Urgent Care in that area. Yes. Um, got a question from a Grow Lincoln fan, George Hammett, on he actually tweeted us. Any idea what is going in next to the North Lincoln Planet Fitness? So this is not too far from North Star High School. No, not very far from there. Kind of in that general area. Kind of 27th and Folkways, if people are familiar. Yeah, somewhere between 27th and 33rd. Okay, so this was a little bit south of that. Um, but in kind of that same development south of the high school, the address being 3000 North Hill, Hill Road. I think it's kind of near Ruby Tuesday's restaurant, but a little bit further east. Yeah, that, that's a better that's a better uh, better way to for, describe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a daycare that's under construction. The building is partially up. Hampton Construction is building it. Robin, uh, why don't we jump? to the west because we had a question from kim robinson didn't we yes um this is a question about the area where the new casino is going to be built it's not like the same block as a casino but it's how do, what do you say cat corner diagonal from yeah. i i would just say that it's, it's north ca- it's north north northeast, northeast of the casino um, she her question is what is coming to Denton Road and Amaranth Road? They started grading, marked the area behind the future U Stop Soaptopia. So I, I bet a lot of people didn't realize there's a U Stop and a Soaptopia going right over and there. We talked about that uh, on our show. Uh, yeah, uh, I had, we pulled a building. We saw the building permit come up, and that's when we really kind of started talking about it. Those are not inexpensive uh, facilities to put up. The U-Stop and the, the Soaptopia? Yeah. No, that that's some money. Our our um, convenience stores are reaching a level of class that we would have never imagined as children. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> People expect a lot. But anyway, back to Kim's question. Um, we researched who owns the parcels around there. There's been an Omaha company, Dial Company, that's owned that land or been marketing that land for a, over a decade. Quite a while. 15 years. Um, but they are putting Southwest Village apartments out there. So another apartment project. Another so apartment it down project. To. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to kind of the area more, what we are calling Midtown, around the 48th and O area, Robin. Yeah. A couple 
couple things going on at 48th and O, 48th and R. Um, 48th and O, there's a new, a relatively new Spectrum store. Right. And we have heard that for a long time that a hotel could go up behind that. And I believe there was a ribbon cutting or a, a groundbreaking, I should the say. The Chamber that. of Commerce said something about that groundbreaking yeah. to us when we had them in as guests recently. Um, there's also a couple of other new stores, European Wax and Eyes on Lincoln. So some some new retail in a relatively new building at three, the 300 block north of 48th and O. Robin, shall we go from Midtown and we'll we'll jump to the south? Um, uh, yes. Let's, let's go to uh, around 14, 14th and 15th Pine Lake, and Road. Pine Lake Road. Now, how do you pronounce this? I, Hell yeah. Well, of course. I, I, uh, don't I'm know not what... afraid to say it. <laughs> you can get away with it. You get an exemption on those things. <laughs> I, which, yeah. by the way, I want to go there uh, for lunch. Maybe, uh, maybe. We maybe, need to check this out. You we know do. You know what? Let's get a hold of Ted and bring him and rope him in. Does, which is, this does is... Jackie want to escape lunch at the Lincoln Public Schools and come down and have lunch at Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she would love to do that. Uh, I don't know that she has enough I time think we to need that. to review but this. Maybe, maybe we ought to catch it on a weekend it's or something. It's Korean barbecue. And the, the pictures that I have seen online have been their their, their fries. They, they pile these bar, this Korean barbecue on top of French fries. Really? It, it looks really decadent in the pictures. Well, if it's, of, if it's decadent. Lots I, of calories, high in fat. Full of flavor is what, what the Tastes that was good. the image, or the that was the image that the picture online was trying to convey. All right, well we'll have to think about that one a little bit, <laughs> Robin. I think, I think and, that and that like other one too. Idea. That the the new restaurant over in Rathbone Village that has replaced Lily Lily Lily. Okay, uh, yeah, the new is restaurant Lilla Lilla Maze. Yeah. You were going to check that out. And I was, and I have not done that either. Yeah, you yeah. need to get out and eat. Yeah, I I do. You're right about that. I need to expand my my. Uh, we all need horizon. to know how these restaurants are. I will tell you that I've heard from a couple of people about uh, that uh, particular restaurant, and they've all been good reviews. Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the places that I follow online, the culture of those Facebook pages is to be positive, so you yeah. don't see negative comments on on restaurants. But yes, I've these heard are, these are these I've are people heard I very I, good I, things. I actually, yeah, these are actual people that, that you I know. know that I talk face to face and they yeah, say nice things. Yeah, I I've not heard a bad thing about it. So, hey, let's jump to 27th and Highway 2 because I, you know, a lot we get a lot of questions about this, and and uh, this is the uh, where, where the Shopco old Shopco used to be was, was located, correct? And the first thing I want to bring up is I saw building permit go across, Robin, for the Arby's, and they're going to do a remodel, uh, two hundred and fifty. Thousand dollar quarter remodel. of a million dollar remodel. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're going to try to, you know, this said both interior and exterior remodel. So uh, they're going to maybe change the look of it a little bit on the exterior. On the Grow Lincoln Facebook page, we have a rendering from an architect here in town for a proposed office building at 27th and Highway 2 in that same development. 
Um, and it looks like a, you know, a multi-story, you know, several stories high and lots of office. The developer was real careful to explain it could turn out completely different than that, depending on who we get and what kind of company. Right. It could end up being a series of smaller office buildings or one big one with an elevator. I, I think they're real open yeah. to, to what they would do there. One of the things you find is you just have to deal with what, what comes. With what the market, what the market is, wants is to do. And who you happen to get connected with. We have not had what we call spec office space, um, speculative. Um, the only office construction we see is for a company that knows it needs a new building. Nobody's building it. Just hoping tenants will come along. Yeah, that we, is not happening. We're not seeing much of that. I agree. And if we do, it's a smaller it's portion. It's leftover of the, space. Yeah. That the building is a little too big and they don't need quite all of it. It's right. it's only leftover space. That's It's not, I'm going to build this office building and it'll be half full, but we'll just see who comes along. None of that. Yeah, we're not, we're not seeing much of that. I agree with you, Robin. Talk about remodeling. Uh, Starbucks uh, is doing a remodel. 29th and Pine Lake Road, you have to go to Edgewood or you have to pick a different cop coffee option nearby, such as there's a Scooters now at 26th and Pine Lake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do that. And I mean, I guess you could go to the Target at 40th and and Or Yankee you can Hill. drive all the way out to the new Starbucks at 84th. And Highway if you're 2, into or the new scooters out there in, at 84. Oh, the there's newer. The scooters about every mile. I mean, you can't really swing a dead cat without hitting a coffee shop anymore. <laughs> well, let's try not to do that. All right, <laughs> let's talk about 29th and Yankee Hill Road, 28th and Yankee Hill Road. Yeah, your company manages a shopping center there yeah. where Kohl's is. And we, so you guys do. know some stuff. We know some stuff, and we have to be very careful because we do know things that we we can't say things that aren't uh, somehow public knowledge, but this is is pretty obvious because they have their sign up. Qdoba is taking over the space that was formerly occupied by Salsaritas, and they're hoping to open. I double checked this after we talked uh, on Thursday morning. One and, of our fans, Patrick yeah. Conway, asked us on Facebook when and I think we're looking around October 9th, but these things are always kind of fluid. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know. Supply chain kind of questions. And just by the way, that happened would happen to be on a Sunday. So that's kind of odd. But I, you know, I, I'm guessing in, in somewhere in those in that time frame, I'm guessing the first, second week of October. And just to remind people, if you are trying a restaurant when it's brand new, extend lots of mercy and lots of grace yeah, exactly. you know it's it's always going to be slow it, there's going to be mistakes and you just have to cut them some slack um, well thanks for joining us this this week on grow lincoln send us an announcement about your business opening closing or relocating to us via facebook or twitter mm -hmm.